and hello to you. Welcome to the Motivation Podcast from motivateyourself.co.uk. I'm Richard Nichols, and I'm here to guide, to teach, and to motivate you to be the best you can be. How's it hanging? You good? Good. If you've been listening all month, then... And if you're a regular listener, you've realised that, hey, I've been coming up with some extra episodes. Normally, normally I only do these once a month. But because the end of September, I was thinking about making a podcast on self-esteem for October, it seemed like such a big topic that to try and um, squeeze everything into one episode, that all the things that I thought were important anyway, uh, it, it, it would just be ridiculous. Um, it would be a half an hour episode and nobody would listen to it because if everybody's got a 10 minute trip to get to work or whatever, I don't know, where do you listen to this podcast? Let me know. Go to facebook.com forward slash motivate yourself podcast. Let me know how you listen. I'm quite interesting to know. So I do get emails from people that say, I really enjoy listening to your podcasts on the way to work and things like that in the car or on the train. Whether you listen to me relaxing in bed, I don't know. Let me know. Be interested to know. In fact, after this, I'll go on to Facebook and I'll put, um, how do you listen to this podcast? And you can put some comments and let me know how you do. And I've had quite a few emails, actually, over the last three or four weeks, thanking me for uh, taking the extra step and making some extra podcasts. Um, as I say, normally these are once a month and I've been doing them every Monday for October. And I was half expecting a few people to rep- to send me emails or or maybe even lose subscribers. They go, oh God, he's doing too many. Um, but no, opposite way round. Actually, I've got a few extra ones um, and quite a few emails that said, thank you. It's really, really good that you're sharing this information. So I suppose I better carry on then, haven't I? Because self-esteem is important. It is one of the, the keystones, I guess, to being happy. Which is why... I do get clients who come to me, but because I specialise in hypnosis, they come to me wanting some help with habits. So they'll come to me and say, I want to, I want to lose weight. That's a very, very common one the last, um, last probably 10 years. It's gone up and up and up. And they say, yeah, I want to learn these techniques so I can eat less, move about more, get motivated, and so on and so on and so on. And sometimes they're not really overweight anyway. But... They're comparing themselves to, to the way they used to be. And for a 45-year-old woman, for example, to be comparing herself to how she looked when she was 18, that's not healthy. When I was 18, was it 18? Yeah, I still had the six-pack when I was 18. I had a proper, decent, strong six-pack. I could look in the mirror and go, you're gorgeous. And I meant it. Could I do that now? Well, yeah, I'd kind of do that, but not not about my six-pack, because I've, that's sort of gone. It's been replaced with this sort of um, not fairly normal-looking body now for a man my age. Just average, just normal. But actually, that's good enough, because I'm not longing to have that 18-year-old body back. Because I didn't need to do much exercise in those days, because of all the extra testosterone and what have you, uh, and the job I did, because I didn't sit down for a living then. Then I had a job in a warehouse and I was humping steel tubing around all over the place. Now I sit in front of somebody and just say, tell me more. And they tell me more. And that's kind of how I live my life. So I don't do that much exercise. So for me to, to be living in the past, 
trying to compare myself to how I was when I was 18 is crazy. But there are plenty of people who do. And they come to me saying, I know I want to get that body back. Now, after a couple of sessions of therapy, they're beginning to get their self-esteem up. And actually, they could finish therapy with me saying that they don't need to see me anymore because they're feeling so good. And they may not lose any weight at all. What might happen is they realise how perfect they were in the first place. And if you need to learn from that, then learn from it. If you're already perfect, then you don't need to change. Just the way you think might need to change. I'm quite sure that somebody with a low opinion of themselves, if they were to ask their friends, and this is some, some, sometimes this is something that goes on in cognitive behavioural therapy, where we say, I want you to contact your friends and I want them to write a list of 10 things about you, 10 good things about you. And they contact some friends and they come back the following week and they say, these are the things that my friends think about me. And there are all these, all these compliments, all these nice things that are in there. And it's quite humbling. They often say that when they get these text messages back or they get the emails or the friend gives them that list, that's, if it's handwritten on a piece of paper and they hand it to them and say, this is what I think of you, and it's full of really nice things, that, that brings tears to the eyes sometimes. So we need to think of ourselves in that way as well. You can think of 10 strengths, for example. Now, this is a, a popular self-esteem uh, technique, self, self-esteem boosting technique, is to get a, a, a piece of paper and just put a line down the middle of it and list on one side 10 strengths and on the other side 10 weaknesses. So you can compare them. Might seem strange to say to try and help you with your self-esteem, you look at your weaknesses. But strangely, it does help. Because what you begin to realise is that in having to write down those weaknesses, they're pretty petty. Often in order to come up with 10 things about yourself that you would say are weaknesses, by the time you finish that list, you realise that they're just the same sort of weaknesses that a lot of people already have. And you wouldn't judge them in the same way that you judge yourself. And then it gives you the opportunity to look at your 10 strengths. Now you can work on those weaknesses. You can write these weaknesses down and by the time you finish them, you can realise they can change. There's something I can do about those. Slowly. You can take a step at a time, knock off each one, until you've really got to struggle to find the weaknesses. But there's your list of strengths. The things that make you, you. The things that prove to you that you're a good person. It gives you a perspective that, that you're human. Yeah, there might be some things you're not particularly good at, but there's just as many things that you are good at. Whether that is, you're a good friend, or you can sit and listen. If you've ever had a friend say, thanks for listening, and they've meant it because you're important to them and they wanted you there while they were telling you their life story or their problems or whatever, and you were there to support them and hold their hand and say, it'll be okay, it will be, it always is, it'll be fine, and you can coax them through it, that's more and more evidence that you're a good person. You don't have to be giving a, a million quid to charity or something like that to be a good person. You don't have to have a thousand Facebook friends to be a good person. Could have just gone to work and worked hard. Put some effort in. You could have just gone to the dentist with somebody who 
who was a bit fearful of the dentist and held their hand. If you want to ask your friends, ask your family, then do that. Ask them, what makes me a good person? Because they'll come up with stuff. It might be a bit of a bit of an odd thing to request, so it might take them a while to go, ooh, I need to get my head around this. But when they do get their head around it and they start writing all these things down, it's ever so nice. Because in the past you might have had these compliments and if you'd have done this when you weren't working on your self-esteem, these things could have come back and you'd have just looked at it and gone, I'm not the person they think I am. They think I'm a good person, but all this has just sort of happened all by itself. I've not worked hard at this, but they all say that I worked hard and I'm a good person. Eventually you'll learn that you are. So make an inventory. Write down your weaknesses on one side. Because believe me, a lot of those weaknesses over time, given a bit of effort, you will be able to cross those off. And you list your strengths on the other side so you can see that you're human. You're just like everybody else with strengths and weaknesses. Do remember that in changing those weaknesses, in overcoming them, it's not an overnight thing. It's no coincidence that the more effort you put into doing that, the sooner it happens. But be realistic. Set yourself realistic expectations. Because setting your, setting your, setting your sights too high can actually damage your self-esteem. Now, I enjoy playing the guitar. Not the best. I'm not Hendrix. But, um, you know, I built up some strong calluses on my fingers from playing the guitar, and now I can press the strings down it doesn't hurt anymore. But if I'd have put that guitar down the moment it started hurting my fingers and gone, oh, I can never do that, it hurts, then I'd, I'd have never built up those calluses so that I can now play without it hurting. But it took time. Calluses on the tips of fingers don't get built up overnight. So set realistic expectations. If I'd have said I want to pick up that guitar and I want to play like Eric Clapton next week, it ain't going to happen. Sometimes movies and films and TV shows and things like that make it look as if these characters, these 12-year-old characters sometimes can just suddenly pick up an instrument and, yeah, some of them sometimes you've got the knack. And that's why they make a TV program or a film about it. If you're normal and you're just like everybody else, these things take effort and time. But be realistic. And that's not just time-based. If you've got no control over the external world around you, then it's unrealistic to think that you have. If your goal is to, I don't know, to if you wish that your boss wouldn't shout at you, that's probably not going to change. What can change, though, is letting your boss shout at you without it bothering you. And that should be your goal. Because if your boss likes to shout, then your boss is going to shout. But your boss's shouty moods is no reflection on your self-esteem. And so it shouldn't be influenced by it. Now then. I think that's probably it for this month. I'll be back on Friday. Because <laughs> it's the 1st of November on Friday. So I'll be doing another podcast then. But between now and then, you can you can still hear more. If you go to Facebook, facebook.com forward slash motivate yourself podcast, you can listen to um, loads of different episodes. If you just click on the listen. You have to like the page in order to get the listen button. Click on listen and then there's loads on there. And there's also... Some specific thing, there's, there's something on there to download about self-esteem. There's some hypnosis, relaxation downloads there that you can have a, a listen to. In fact, if you also go to motivateyourself.co.uk, there's quite a few freebies. 
just click on the, uh, the downloads button, the download link in the menu, and there you'll find some things to download for free. I'll leave those with you for a few days, and I'll let you get on with your week, and I'll see you on Friday. All right? Bye-bye.